0: Please do not lie
1: to infinity and beyond. Come on, Spider-Man! That's all it is, Miles—a leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney! Hey, welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode one twelve of the Cinemania World Show. This is the show we talk about movies and television news from the week. As always, I'm joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Candid Cinema, we have Amanda. Amanda, how are you?
2: Hey, I'm good. So much news, um, and I'm really excited to be back with you guys uh, to chat about all of these wonderful things happening.
1: Yeah, it's really good to have you here on the show again this week, and we are also joined from the Cinemania World team in the box office report show. That long last box office report show. We have Larry. Larry, hello.
3: Yeah, I was like, oh, box office report. I don't know her. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, we back. We're here. All right. <laughs> last time I was recording, I was with Mads again, but yeah. I was over in Texas for this for this last one. So you know, first recorded mm-hmm. back in Denver, I think. In Texas too. What were you there for again? Oh, to like talk to somebody? you and McGregor and oh. get. <laughs> Cradled by him and seemingly I was so jealous.
1: <laughs> um, it's good to have you here, Larry. We we're also joined lastly from the Sin Mini World team. We have Mads. Mads, how are you?
0: Hi, I'm so good. I'm so excited to be like officially joining the team, and I can't wait to talk about the news today.
1: Holy shit! I completely it just came out of it just came out of nowhere. I forgot about that. Hey, yes. Mads is on a team. Woo. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay, all right. With that being said, let's get into the news from the week. Our main topic here today is going to be the Game of Thrones prequel that premiered on Sunday, House of the Dragons. Um, it premiered on Sunday. It's the prequel that follows the House Targaryen. Like, what they say? 7,000 years before or whatever? 100 and something? 200. Years? Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, Quote. so so we're gonna talk about that and it caused a lot of issues for hbo um regarding like it crashing on sunday i watched it monday morning so i was fine um and uh yeah it became one of uh, it became hbo's biggest premiere uh i think it said it it, uh, premiered to about 10 million uh viewers on a sunday night which is absolutely crazy that hasn't happened in a really really long time uh but it beat out first first night premieres of like euphoria and a bunch of other shows i think big little um big little lies and stuff like that so with that being said let's get into just all the news we coming out of the show on sunday i guess we can get some thoughts as well you know of of what everyone thought of the show um i'll start with you manda what did you think of the show and what do you think of like the big buzz coming out of the premiere on sunday
2: um I'm really happy that we're all together again to actually talk about Game of Thrones. I think it was one of the best, like, communal, like, watching experiences every single Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, The hype was ridiculous back then. Um, And it was technically like that day that everyone was like counting down with HBO Max because the marketing for it was really awesome the day of. And I think that everyone kind of just wanted to see what it was like. And I think that's why the viewership was so high considering, you know, what happened with season eight. And I know Larry can, uh, side with me on that one. Um, but I, I really, really enjoyed this premiere. It really sucks you in to the world that we've missed. And, you know, Mm -hmm. the Targaryens are pretty interesting. They're really interesting. Um, I thought it was a solid premiere. I think this season is going to be really fun and wicked. Uh, they already like tied into some stuff from Game of Thrones, nice callbacks, the nostalgia hit, um, but it wasn't overwhelming. So yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed with this first episode and I'm just happy that the TL's buzzing again because of Westeros.
1: Jesus, Amanda, what
2: happened? I knocked something over because I talked with <laughs> my hands. The Italian jumped out. I'm
1: very good. Um, all right. So let's go to uh let's go to you, Larry, now. What did you think of the show on Sunday? What do you think about all the buzz coming out of uh the show on Sunday?
3: Yeah, it was pretty exciting because I mean, everybody should have been excited because I'm pretty sure to coincide with the release of (laughs) House of the Dragon, HBO released this like sizzle reel. Uh, to premiere that last of us footage, as well as you know, all the shows coming back. I saw my BBs over there, my little mm-hmm. um freaking gay pirates in our flag Means <laughs> death. All of the goods were in there, and you know, I also think it was a very good strategic move. One, they all even, opened one, with even
1: shows there. shows that people thought that were gonna get canceled to were in that reel, which was yes. nice to see.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they start with the big dragon and, you know, House of the Dragon was p- featured in there. But right. they also released a show that stars two Game of Thrones alumni in the starring roles. They released that footage leading up to, you know, the new Game of Thrones property. So I, I thought mm-hmm. that was a really great mm-hmm. marketing tool. The the timeline obviously went ablaze and went nuts over that little <laughs> sizzle reel. But I I was nervous. Um If you listened to our podcast uh, back in 2019, you'll remember we actually did weekly reviews of the show.
1: (laughs) I was going to ask if you remembered that. We did. Uh, It was called Throne Watch.
3: We were... you could slowly listen larry. to my descent into madness as i watched season eight and got angrier and angrier as we went on looking um, at episode
1: six it says episode six join dwayne larry and like Brett. it's like i remember larry just going off on this uh, same episode
3: yeah i remember like episode five i i think even episode four i started to get like really mad but uh <laughs> So I was, I was really nervous. I'm a Targaryen loyalist, though. So when it was House of the Dragon, uh, it was hard. It was already hard to resist, and then I hear, you know, the evil known as. D&D, Dave and uh, Dan, were not involved. They were banished. They didn't, they got fired off of their Star Wars gig that they wanted to rush off to so badly. Mm-hmm. So they don't even have that. Um, but they're not involved. So that was step number one. Step number two was that we had some women behind the scenes in the writer's room. You we could tell too people of color mm-hmm. in the writer's mm-hmm. room this time around. You could tell, too. I saw a black person. I was going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we had and more diverse <laughs> cast. We had, you know, we had black people in main roles, like actual mm-hmm. powerful houses. House Valerian, which is like one of the t- main houses of the Targaryen story, um was, you know, I mean, can we even say race? Ben, I they don't really give a good racial description in the mm-hmm. book, but and that was the other thing is. House of the Dragon is based off of the Fire and Blood kind of history book that George... You see what George be doing. Instead of writing that damn Winds (laughs) of Winter, he's writing history lore books for Game of Thrones. (laughs) And one of them was this Targaryen history book. I mean, it's a pretty long
1: history book. It's procrastination Uh, at its its finest, really.
3: So the material's there. The story's finished. It has a definite conclusion from George himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was like, okay, you know what? we got the material i i kind of wish i didn't know where we ended up uh i kind of wish i hadn't dove into the source material um yeah but uh yeah no so that's that's what convinced me to come back uh because i was sworn off yeah listen i didn't just swear off like game of thrones i swore off hbo like i swore off any and everything y'all i was whoosh whoosh (laughs) <laughs> i was i was too much i was i mean i'm still a little bit too much because even this premiere uh it got me in my feels about season eight all over again i was swinging mm. on people on twitter i mean it was too much but it was um fun. it was fun it was fun yeah. me and <laughs> me and manda were ganging up on folks you, know, mm-hmm.
1: maybe uh, you should, maybe you should like let let it go
3: uh you know Never. we got Pat from the team, he jumped in on the actor. You know, it was a so full funny. Cinemania team effect out there, really. <laughs> um, but I really liked the premiere. So that, that made me excited. Uh, the sets, I mean, that's the thing you know you're going to get with most HBO shows, but especially something of this magnitude. The sets are stunning. Like, the uh, the production oh value God. is really amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, man. And the callbacks, they used... Uh, I mean, it it kills me and makes me happy. They use so much of Daenerys's Targaryen theme music Mm -hmm. to like set the ground for this one. Uh, Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. And it set up really what got me into Game of Thrones heavy early on, which was a lot of that political intrigue, a lot of those conversations. Yeah, we have the dragons and there was some brutal stuff happening, but it was it was more about that like intrigue. And that's what this episode really set up for for the audience really well i think so i enjoyed it uh, i'm hooked if, if we're doing prequels i think i'm okay but once we get to sequel stuff no we uh, don't John want Green. the Jon snow no we don't want it no, no i'm sorry <laughs> i mean maybe some of y'all listening want it but <laughs> me and manda are <laughs> anti the Jon snow show oh yeah sorry
1: what's wrong anyway um <laughs> Yeah, so let's go to Mads. What did you think about the episode first, and then what do you think about everything that went down regarding all of the records that it broke?
0: Yeah, so um, I I was really nervous for this show. I Game of Thrones was my favorite thing for a very long time, and when something is my favorite thing, it's like all I think about, and it's the only like media I consume. and I was so obsessed with Game of Thrones until the last season. Um, and it was one of those things where it, like, made me sick to my stomach because I hated it so much. And it meant so much to me. Um, so Mads, I... we are the
3: same. Yeah. That is exactly <laughs> me, girl.
0: <laughs> and I'm definitely part of Targ nation. So, like, seeing everything that happened to Daenerys and stuff, it was really upsetting. Oh, um, God. And, yeah. I was really nervous for this show. I didn't want to consume any more Game of Thrones. I just wanted to be done with that. Um, and then I saw the episode <laughs> and I loved it so much. Oh, my God. I I thought the dragons looked a little wonky, but I was watching it on a friend's TV and not my normal TV. So I think they had motion blurring on. Um, mm. So I think that like the dragons <laughs> looked worse than I'm used to. Um I feel but, that though. Yeah, I I just sounded like such a pretentious ass but like No. no um she, there, there is a difference. Yeah. Um no, I loved it. I have to call do a call back to the sizzle reel that you guys were talking about though. Oof. I screamed out loud when <laughs> the last of us popped up in my face. Um I was mm-hmm. so excited. And I was in a room full of people that have never played The Last of Us. And that's like, again, one of my favorite things in the world. Like one of my favorite video mm, games of all mm. time. It's in my top three. Tell um, me.
1: I keep telling them. Tell them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> so when that popped up, I lost my mind. I love the episode. I'm really glad because I consumed a lot of Game of Thrones media, but I never consumed yeah. the source material for this show. So I'm going in blind, which I love. Oh. I have a lot of theories. I, uh, I don't know if they're true but i i hope they're not but i also hope they are so i'm right (laughs) um i'm not gonna google it i'm not gonna spoil myself but no i loved it i love um the main character Uh, i don't remember her name though raynares
3: rhaenyra Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra.
0: i love obsessed with her i love her um Mm -hmm.
3: Dwayne calling her the new Daenerys. is
1: mean, <laughs> come on, Larry. That's
3: <laughs> what they mix
0: of Aria in there. That's
2: too.
1: what they wanted. They wanted. They got the blonde <laughs> hair. Love, they got. They got I her sandalacates. They got what they want.
0: I love her i thought her friend, was right? her girlfriend yeah. i thought it was her girlfriend yeah. the whole episode i found out yeah. that she's not but um
3: them early she,
0: on at least. i wasn't <laughs> even just like shipping them i literally thought that they were a couple like that's
1: yeah
0: it wasn't even like oh i want them together it was like mm-hmm. oh they're an established couple and then i found out i was wrong but yeah. her friend looked like marjorie tyrell um mm-hmm. so i thought she was a tyrell at first she's not but i i was excited for that um I loved hearing I don't I don't know if we're doing spoilers but uh hearing the name it's been a few days
1: like, I guess yeah
0: hearing them talk about Princess Nymeria made me really happy mm-hmm. um like there were little name drops and stuff that just warmed my cold dead Game of Thrones heart <laughs> 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 yeah. um the and- best way to put it yeah and mm-hmm. i was really shocked that it broke all those records i shouldn't have been because obviously i know how big game of thrones is but i heard no buzz no, about I, this show i like, was shocked
1: because even even we went to when we went to when was we at comic con they had a panel they had a whole hall h panel for this on uh, friday i believe it was the first panel of the day and like it was full in there but it wasn't like like the marvel next day yeah, panel, like yeah. it was like it was Meos, you know, and it they was didn't a,
3: really do much like it was yeah. one of the worst panels
1: it was it was a really bad i mean i'm It was. Yeah. i'm sorry it was it was a bad panel they showed like a little they didn't show no clips or nothing like the rings of power panel completely mm-hmm. like blew it away mm-hmm. you know um but Which, yeah the game, i'm it was pumped just, for that strange yeah, too, yeah
0: no i just like i heard no buzz and my twitter used to be like like a Game of Thrones stan account. So I follow a lot of Game of Thrones accounts still just because I didn't unfollow them when I lost interest. And no one was talking. I swear, no one discussed it. Mm -hmm. The only thing I saw was like, she will never be Daenerys, blah, 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 before the episode came out. I didn't say any of that because I'm not going to compare two beautiful women. But like, you know what Um, I mean? Anyway, I (laughs) absolutely (laughs) adored it. And I cannot wait for this to be my new thing i mean you guys know star wars is my thing Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: i have never felt from a star wars show what game of thrones made me feel (laughs) like the level of love so Mm -hmm. i cannot wait for this and i'm really shocked that it i don't know why i'm so shocked it beat euphoria because like duh it has a bigger audience but for some reason in my head i was like no hbo max's biggest premieres are going to be like euphoria season two that's it so i was shocked yeah. that it crushed those records i'm hoping it turns the tide for some of the hbo shit that's going on
2: it um, did
1: they, i mean they, they know what they were doing yeah yeah Sunday.
0: especially that
2: promo like holy yeah. lord yeah what they we did
1: really. yeah oh, that, they
3: really knew i'm that, sure they are um, so happy they dropped it when they did too
2: yeah they
1: I yeah they i i think a lot of people think that like corporations like disney and stuff like that i feel like some of them Think that they are, they're not on Twitter, like some of them are on. They 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 know that they're getting they're getting roasted. That's that's why I think yeah. like when they were getting roasted for backer, what do they do? Hey, Joker's coming out in this month. Uh, uh, look over there, you know. So it was like they were getting they were they've been getting roasted this past month, like just of just like what's going on. And then they said, okay, all right, all right. Here's all our stuff, all your shows that you're worried about like um gossip girl and barry Mm -hmm, and all these shows mm -hmm. they're still here don't worry here's here's a couple of new shows which regarding the new shows um last of us of course but, like, that one with Elizabeth Olsen, I forget the title, but that one looks good. I was like, that yeah. one looks pretty cool. Was um, it, like, there Love
2: was... and Death or something? Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I
1: oh, don't know. She's looking crazy. I was like, this that, that, that looks good. Um, And then Last of Us. And Larry tried to undermine this a little bit in one of the group chats. And I'm like, no, they saved it for last. He's like, oh, that's because it's new. And I'm like, Larry, there was new stuff in that reel, but they <laughs> saved the big boy for last. And... <laughs> <laughs> and they like, they like stopped the reel for a little bit. And then it was like, and, and, a new HBO phenomenon, whatever it said. And like last of us comes up and I'm going crazy and I'm texting Hannah. She's like the craziest person I know regarding like this show. So that was all pretty cool. Um, and then going, going to like what you guys were saying regarding game of Thrones, like I am someone who I didn't start watching game of Thrones until season eight came around i've heard about it and i've heard i was i wasn't on twitter until until season eight was coming out um that's my that was my first year on twitter i think it was like 2019 is when i got on um and i knew of all like crazy game of thrones fans were and i was like ah ah, it's like incest it's weird you know and i was just never (laughs) into it but then like i i i was like you know there's a there's like I want to be a part of like the zeitgeist, you know, when a big show comes out and like a part of the conversation. So there was a span of two weeks where I would do it. I was doing overnight shifts and I HBO before it was HBO max. They used to do a thing called, uh, what was it called? Like free HBO max week weekend or something like that. Where like all their stuff, you can watch it for free. If you were on um, Xfinity and I used that weekend to binge the entire, like, seven seasons. And I was reacting to my Twitter. So I knew nothing of, like, the biggest moments from the show, the kid getting thrown from the window. I didn't know any about, anything about that. Um, the Red Wedding, any all that stuff was, like, new to me. And it was crazy. I'm like, yo, this is the show I've been missing all this time. This is nuts. So – season eight comes along and I'm so pumped. And then season eight was a disaster because like we're talking after we're doing the throne watch show and Larry was on and like each episode, we're all like so baffled by how like rough it is. So I really was not looking forward to this show. I wasn't even going to like watch it really. I was just going to be like, oh, you know, this is the new prequel they're going to try to do to like trying to get some, trying to get some more waves for the show it's on a dying hill, but I didn't even watch it on Sunday Live until like everybody started talking about it. I'm like, man, I'm going to bed. I got work in the morning. Um, and then I finally watched it in the morning and I thought the episode was really, really good. Um, the show is gruesome though. Like the
3: whole Holy stuff. Holy the- shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> brutal.
3: <laughs> hey, can we talk can we talk these showrunners were doing like <laughs> overtime running around first they were like it's not going to have as much uh, you know violence oh, and sex <laughs> as Game of Thrones did and then they said something about except we're going to still show like sexual assault on women um, because we don't want to shy away from that and then they tried to like kind of go back on that but regardless uh, this first episode was just as brutal. I don't know what they were <laughs> talking about. And <laughs> as the height of Game of Thrones. Like, the... <laughs>
2: Maybe we forgot what it was like, but I was like, I think so. Graphic nature. Like,
3: uh, no, I think the last, that was the thing. The last couple of seasons shied away from it, especially the female nudity, because they they really started to get blowback. But even the violence was much more. I mean, that's part of why I think the last season is not as good. But the violence turned more Hollywood as we got to Mm -hmm. the end, too. It lost that real kind of grit uh and groundedness it had Mm -hmm. early yeah uh they went straight back to that in this i was i mean that whole punishing those people in the streets and what he did to that rapist man i was like oh (laughs) yeah oh we go in here
1: (laughs) i was like oh man i was watching this you know i'm getting dressed and it's like it's on and I'm, i'm watching it but i'm not like fully invested um but then like i think larry you brought up like the political stuff like that was i think i was late to work like monday morning because i was like so into it and then i had to finish it when i got by when i got home and i'm like oh man then i got when i got home after a long day and you put that damn pregnancy scene in front of me
2: oh my god i was like
1: oh bro and i was like okay they're they're, they're gonna i had to walk out of the
2: room it was a lot of tension
1: that episode i mean the episode is good because there's a lot of tension there's a lot of like oof because like when so like the guy is like he's on he's he's like there's two options and i said oh and then um when it starts, I was like, Okay, they're not gonna they're not gonna like show anything. Ah, it's just it's fine. They they won't go that far. And they don't go there there, but they, they get close. And I was like, Bro, like this is like it's a, it was a little tough to watch for me at least. But I
0: feel I feel like if you go one-to-one, though, with, like, episode one of Game of Thrones versus yeah. this first episode, the violence is there, but I do not feel like the sexual content was as much as the original. Yeah, like, and the
1: nudity was, like, implied a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't, like, straight up. And have straight up yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a straight-up rape.
0: That's what I'm Yeah, they didn't have a straight-up rape at the end of the episode. Like, mm-hmm. it was – and the only sex we really see is um, at the brothel, which – Mm. I mean I I don't know what that means but it it just isn't the same as like we saw every adult character fuck in the first episode of Game of Thrones Um, Mm -hmm. but in this one sorry I don't know if we're allowed to swear on here but um, (laughs) girl, (laughs) (laughs) but but in this one like the violence was a lot more graphic but it didn't feel Mm -hmm. as um, exploitative um, as the first I, I love Game of Thrones I love the first episode I'm not I'm not saying anything. It just yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't feel as much, but it did make up for that in gore, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um...
3: But yeah, I mean, I, I mean that some of that stuff was brutal. I was like, damn, uh, this little tourney too. I was like, these people just be getting turned at this tourney.
1: <laughs> so the tournament? The t- <laughs>
3: yeah, I was like, oh, these people like, are sword losers. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cause initially I'm like, oh hey, this is kind of fun. And they're like, oh, I'll try your sword. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Why is why is everyone so angry in this damn show? Um so, performances-wise, I thought everyone did great. Um, I completely mm-hmm. forgot about Matt Smith. Poor guy. Ooh. Like, Morbius and oh. all that shit. Anyway. Um, hey. I, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I thought he was really good here. He's becoming, like, a character. Like, how do you explain? Like, I don't want to say favorite character because he's awful, But it's like, he's becoming a character that like, you know how, you you know, like Lena Headey, you just wanted to see her on TV. Like, you know, he's he that's how that's kind of how he was acting for me. I also feel like, you know, he's going to become bad, like really as
0: a bad guy. He has charisma, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't even mean like he's attractive. I just mean like, as a villain, he is a charismatic villain. I was talking to my dad about Mm -hmm. it today. And he my dad is not a villain guy. He's not like a fan. Um. But he was like i just really liked him and i know he's a horrible person and i know i shouldn't like him but he was just so good at acting that i liked yeah it. that's how i feel <laughs> yeah i'm like
2: i am a demon <laughs> like, I that, like that's how yeah. i feel
1: and it's, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like homelander like you know you're not supposed to root for homelander at all but he's because he's yeah. terrible but it's like damn you're doing so good at this you know so you compare
3: him to like otto hightower who for me was mm-hmm. like the true villain of this first episode <laughs> yeah listen I was, when i was, I was, was rooting already. when i was
2: rooting for the high towers before watching this and larry was like amanda why in god's name are you rooting for the high Towers?" and then i watched the premiere and i'm like well this is a turn of events and i should not have been rooting for that
3: <laughs> especially oh god i mean we haven't really seen allison you know she's sweet and innocent and you know pretty much um I think we'll get more of her character once Olivia Cook takes over the role, mm-hmm. which is weird. I, I do have to say it's kind of wait. Jarring. So that's
1: not a, that, that's that's not an original character. That's like she's she's replacing somebody. I didn't even know that.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the blonde they're going to do a time jump.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. the blonde lady that they show that's Renée Rana- 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 and then Rana? Olivia Cook is her ginger best friend.
3: Yeah. Oh. Oh.
0: I found that out yeah. on IMDb last night. <laughs>
3: oh okay yeah i I was like because i was in the
1: episode i was like where's where's olivia cook i was excited yeah she was a little bit around what's weird though is the actors
0: the actors only have a 10-year age difference i don't feel like that's a big enough gap to do a time jump just age up your actresses like (laughs) it's just a little weird
1: (laughs) yeah it's a little little suspect Um, not like suspect but it's just like strange because i completely i didn't even because i'm going to be honest i didn't look up any type of news or what they were doing for this show i didn't think it was going to be as big as it was i thought i like because we see this all the time of like oh here's a prequel of like this big popular like like the walking dead right the walking dead was crazy big and then fear the walking dead came out i'm like i didn't care yeah a lot of my friends didn't care so that's what i thought this was and even Walking Dead at Comic Con, they were like, "Hey, we're doing all these spinoffs." I'm like, "All right, okay." But like, the House of the Dragon, I'm like, "Okay, it's just HBO trying to like milk that cow." But go ahead. But then I'm like, Twitter was going nuts on Sunday. I'm like, "Yo, what's wrong with y'all? Like, y'all want to watch this?" And then like, and then like, and then did you guys see that damn viral video of like New York? Um, yeah. the big building in New York that was playing like all the windows was playing the show in oh, unison, so which that is nuts. So First of all, y'all don't have y'all don't close your shades at night. Anyway, um, <laughs> that, that was, world was, must see. I don't know what you are talking about. <laughs> I was like, bro, that's that's a little strange, man. Close them shades up. But um, yeah, I was like, this is nuts. So now I'm like, damn, I want to like watch live on Sundays again.
3: It's but, not, well, I think. Look, so some of the some of the people, especially the diehards who tried to stand by season eight, you know, those folks, uh, are really trying to make it seem like we were crazy for thinking that this wasn't going to perform as well. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you just have to look. I mean, all you have to do is open your eyes. Not only were people <laughs> furious, like every most, I would say 75% of people who watched Game of Thrones. Did not like that final season at all. There's a there's a group that you know stands by it. Critics and fans alike just didn't. The, I mean, they saw it for what it was. Let's just be clear, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> but after that, it was a phenomenon. Like there was a Game of Thrones phenomenon in the fact that something that was the biggest show like ever, like this huge mm-hmm. fandom, merchandise everywhere, just madness, disappeared nobody was talking about game of thrones anymore for a show to go from being that huge to pretty much irrelevant like non-existent mm-hmm. no news yeah. nobody's talking about it nobody's even arguing about it anymore everybody just wanted to like forget it if you look at like <laughs> the sales the on their uh, merchandise it plummeted like and it's not yeah. like harry potter who has this crazy woman associated with it Ooh. who has this brand with fantastic beasts that's kind of diluting it but that harry potter merch is still flying like that harry potter mm-hmm. merch will never go you know like people still buy it up and are still a part of it game of thrones wasn't like that people weren't buying the merch anymore they weren't doing anything right. so you know it was why else why would we expect all of a sudden everybody rushes to their tv <laughs> on sunday night to that's watch why, the prequel even, even if you
1: go on, like, line for the, the trailers for the House of Dragon, they wasn't, like, they were, like, oh, I mean, okay, like, 2 million, 3 million, but, like... And then even, like, the, the day of, of the day when they were at Comic-Con, I'm thinking, like, I wonder if, like, Twitter is going to be crazy, like, with, like, you know, all the hashtags of, like, House of the Dragon. And it just, it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, like, so I was not expecting, like, a massive audience to come to get... Maybe, I don't know what it was, but people are just... We're just missing this universe and this world. I, I definitely can understand that because once you get in it, they didn't do the like classic Game of Thrones intro. But when you get in it, it's like, oh shit, this is Game of Thrones. You start seeing dragons and shit. You start seeing blonde haired people and it's like it's going crazy. And it's like, you know, so I guess when you get into like the nitty gritty of the episode and you like really it starts to hit that this is Game of Thrones again. So maybe that would it that's what it was for people, just the pure nostalgia of like game of thrones back on sunday and i saw a lot of posts of people who were like really happy to like have friends over to watch game of thrones again so um i was like that's pretty cool you know and i and i'm someone who like i i didn't like season eight but i wasn't as like hurt by it because i had just started watching the show so I'm, i'm imagining people who have been watching the show from the jump who then see what happens to those characters at the end. And I'm like, I can't imagine how, like, Larry was done with HBO. Anytime we were like, Larry, there's a new show on HBO, he'd be like, No, I'm not watching it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> just be like, Oh my God, it, it was bad for people. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, I thought it was, it was cool to see kind of everyone. And, and it, I thought, I thought it was cool that everyone enjoyed the episode too, like, you know, for the most part. Of course, yeah, there's, there's always gotta... a
3: few outliers. But... Yeah. I just don't know how, if you enjoyed the world of Game of Thrones, how you didn't like that first episode. I don't know. It mm-hmm. seems kind of weird to me. But do you, I don't know. Do you all think maybe it's just like a palate cleanser? Like, you know, you heard me and uh, <laughs> Mads talk about how just like obsessed we were. I know Hannah, or yeah. not Hannah, sorry, Manda. Oop. Uh, was a big <laughs> fan too We had her on a couple of our reactions As I've been watching it with Tyler Yeah, And you know so many of us just loved it Like this was a property I know this is like uh, toxic fandom talk 101 But honestly This was like a property we loved And when you got attached I don't know what it was It was just like this really special attachment yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And For so really? And like Mads kind of described uh, The way that it just I don't know, uh, like it just felt so wrong and disgusting and horrible watching season eight. Do you think it's kind of like a palate cleanser to like, Okay, let me try to maybe I can wash out at least some of that bad taste with and get back into the world I loved. And that's maybe maybe
1: I can see that because I didn't start watching it. I wasn't gonna i honestly didn't i didn't think anybody was gonna move i didn't move True. so i wasn't gonna. i was gonna like binge it later or something you know whatever but i didn't start watching until i heard good things from everybody coming from it and like everybody was hype again i was like oh, okay so it's got got all right so then i'm you know then i then i pulled it up and it was good so maybe that's maybe that has something to do with it, where it's just like a let's just wipe our car palette clean from uh from this universe and now like after not because i feel like after this season's done and over with if they stick the landing it's gonna be a thing where like okay we moved we can finally move on and have a little bit of closure i guess from season eight and that's that may sound crazy as far as oh why do you need closure from a season of a show but like that show hurts some that season hurts some people no like (laughs) when i'm
0: telling you the only two pieces of media that have ever made me physically ill from like how upset i was are mm-hmm. The Rise of Skywalker and, Ooh, oh, um, good yes. and Season Eight. The Rise of I'm not even joking. Okay. I have really bad ADHD. So like when I hyper focus on something, it is like my brain. It's everything mm-hmm. in my brain. I <laughs> I was just sick for like three days. <laughs> like I just like straight oh. up I was nauseous for like three days because I kept thinking about like, how much time and money I'd put into it. And then I'd think about the movie and I'd be like, oh fuck. And i like. Get sick over it. <laughs> like, so that in Game of Thrones were so upsetting. But I felt like I could easily jump back into Star Wars because I had so much mm-hmm. that I loved outside of like that movie. Whereas with Game of Thrones, it was like that was the end of the whole show. That was it. So I didn't That's feel like I had closures. So now like there's yeah. new stuff. And I'm like, okay, I can like it again. <laughs> like I can do it again.
1: <laughs> Yeah. And that's why that's why I think even with the good shows with Star Wars, it's like when you think about a Star Wars movie now, like you still have that funk because yeah. the last one we got was was Rise of Skywalker. And I was befuddled after watching that movie. I was like, <laughs> man, yeah. like yeah. you were on top of the world just like 40 years ago with like Force Awakens. Not everyone yeah. loved it, loved it. But it was like, yeah. OK, this is this is a good start. To this new franchise and then you do fucking it
2: was sparkle yeah. fingers
1: with ray i don't know what's going on anyway um so yeah i think it's i think it's i think it's just i like think it's re- really cool that everyone was kind of having the same kind of vibe on sunday it was nice to see it again now it makes me kind of want to watch it live sunday with everybody um this and week and i gotta and, uh, say
3: i know a lot of y'all love the binge format but especially <laughs> with game of thrones back that was like the mm-hmm. ultimate show of like why the weekly format runs so well for these shows Mm -hmm. and their longevity because Game of Thrones it's kind of the hallmark really when you look at it for like conversation talk like that's all people did all week and then we got it again with WandaVision that was like the last one after Game of Thrones to me that really captured that and I think we're probably. I think we're going to see it here too, and compare that to something like Stranger Things, which has lasted a little bit longer. I think this time, uh, season because. Oh, I agree. Of stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it just comes and goes so fast with the with the binge model compared to this, like, everybody's talking about it all week, they're get- and you have the advantage of these numbers, so now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are they going to add people this week? Those people who are holding out, kind of like Dwayne was talking about, those skeptics mm-hmm. who were like, uh, I don't want to get back into this. <laughs> I can't do it again. Do it. Um, <laughs> but they're seeing, you know, all the other diehards who were sad coming back around and liking it, and critics liking it, so, you know, is it, I, I think that, uh, all this buzz and these numbers are, are gonna help it with the at least episode two. So we'll see. Yeah,
1: we'll see. I'm excited too. Um, damn, do I gotta bring do I gotta bring back this Throne Watch show, but I don't know. I can't see myself doing it. The last time I did was do it. We were doing Throne Watch in 2019. <laughs> I it was before before I before like we met Manda before of course we met Mads, but like when we were doing that, I didn't go to bed till like n- midnight, twelve thirty, like after editing the show. There's no way I'm doing that with this new work schedule, so I don't know. We'll see. But um, all right. Let's get into our next topic here today. We are going to be discussing to um. So today it was announced that Matt Reeves has signed an overall look new deal with uh, Warner Brothers, and the report kind of said that they are allowed. They're giving him free reign to do whatever he wants. Uh, they're not meddling with anything at all. That they, if he wants to do a show, he'll do a show. If he wants to do a move, another movie of some sort that's not Batman completely, he's going to do that. But all of his first look projects are now going through HBO. I mean, you know, Warner Brothers Discovery. So that is exciting to to uh, to hear. Um, I, th- I think what this said to me was that. I think a lot of people a lot of weirdos online was like, oh, they're gonna axe the Batman stuff because they're gonna make a billion dollars. All that type of shit. <laughs> but I think what they want more than ever, besides like like a lot of money, because everyone wants a lot of money, of course, when it comes to these movies. But I think they want the critically acclaimed shit to stay too. Yeah like mm-hmm. which was bat which is that was the bat that's what the batman I- it was it was like critically acclaimed throughout the board of course there's some people who didn't enjoy it or whatever but universally it's critically acclaimed it's you know everyone anytime like this year mcu movies were like in the mud because every time a, mo- a mcu movie comes out the first movie everyone compared it to this year was the batman And, uh, you know, of course, it's, like, with the big topic of CGI and all that type of shit, everyone's comparing it to that movie. So, I think that's what they want. I think they they want the stuff that did really well, but also are, like, are critically acclaimed stuff that everyone loves. So, if the Batman came out, if the Batman, like, did, like, what it made in the box office, and it was, like, a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, I don't think they would move on with, like, Matt Reeves and doing anything. I truly don't. So... I think that's what they, that's what today kind of showed me, because it said that they want him to do whatever he wants. And they I was like, damn. So um, it's good news to me. I'm excited. They have the Batman two coming out. They're going to be writing a script soon. And uh, he has the Penguin show, the Arkham Asylum show coming soon as well. So, yeah, I'll go around and get the call here. Ask you guys. Let's start with you, Larry. What do you th- what did you think about this um, news with Matt Reeves and Warner Brothers Discovery?
3: Yeah, I think they're definitely kind of filling that void um, that Christopher Nolan had over mm. there at their studio mm. when he was like, "Y'all screwed me, I'm out." Uh, <laughs> and so, and he was their blockbuster prestige guy, like the the prestigious blockbuster. And Matt Reeves has a very similar vibe about him. Obviously, you know, we have the Dark Knight, and now we have the Batman. The two the two Batman series directors, but i'm not overly shocked i don't know why people thought we weren't getting a batman 2 i don't know that's that was outrageous in my head i thought it was pretty clear that that was safe that was one of the things that zero percent chance did i think the batman wasn't moving forward with the sequel as planned but uh, especially with all these other projects that they had to throw in the trash if they wanted to no Um, No, I think it's good. I'm excited. I'm happy for Matt Reeves. I hope he doesn't get the the Denis Nolan treatment over there. That's my only concern is more for him. Mm -hmm. They're being nice now, but...
1: Know They'd know be like, get. yeah, you
3: could do whatever you want, but we can also do whatever we want. So you might make the movie. Don't mean it's going to theaters. It might get dumped to HBO Max and we won't tell you. That's how that's how they like to roll over there. So
1: Especially if, when you heard about the thing that <laughs> they did with uh, Batgirl today, too. Oh, oh, God. They took it oh, off the God. servers. I was oh. like, wow. Like,
3: that's just
2: excessive. All that hard work. They can't even keep it for themselves. Yeah, like, that's just- oh,
3: wow. man. So I was horrible. like, wow. I mean, they probably were scared of like a Deadpool happening, like where Ryan Reynolds to just leak that footage himself so that mm-hmm. they yeah. could like force Fox to make it. I think they were
0: worried about another Snyder cut happening. Like, <laughs> yeah. Loki, so, like, I'm should. like well, do it. Because like Zack Snyder went and had someone steal the footage. <laughs> footage that they had like he hired oh, yeah, someone to do, do that. that so i'm I mean, sure they were terrified they should have done it i'd go break in for Bat me Girl. too <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: god i'm kidding said, fbi if you're listening to this i'm not crazy. gonna break into warner brothers <laughs> they said like
1: almost immediately the stuff was gone and i'm like bro that is nuts i don't care how if the movie was like the worst thing you've ever seen. Just straight up deleting everything. Everyone's Oof. hard
3: work. That's so disgusting. That's nuts
1: to me. That is so like, nuts. Even
3: movies me. I hate. You know. Like. That I think mm-hmm. are absolutely terrible. Unless. No. Let me take it back. Unless it's like. <laughs> offensively. You know. Wretched.
1: Mm-hmm. meaning
3: yeah. like it's offensive you know like horrible, horrible. yeah if, if it's mm-hmm. that delete it off the server I don't care uh, <laughs> but, but if it's just bad or you think it's bad or whatever mm-hmm. no like the, the directors of fan four stick didn't deserve all that like let them have their <laughs> you know shitty movie come out let them at least just experience it themselves like mm-hmm. uh, yeah that is I don't know that's really this is why if I were Matt Reeves I don't know if I would have signed the contract <laughs> Right? Yeah, I but don't. I was agreeing because,
1: because you know who else signed a contract with them? Um, uh, Quinta Brunson for uh for Abbott Elementary, she signed a, a a first look deal, and them first look deals are scary because that means every anything that you create, I mean, that's it goes through them anything. So you can't like if if Netflix wants to like throw you a bag or something, you can't do it. If Disney wants to throw you a bag, you can't do it. So if I was like a creator, I'm like, damn, I mean, this money right here in front of me sounds great, but what if I want to do it like a Disney movie one day, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, but they, he, he, must've, they must've told him something that he really wanted to hear. So I, I don't, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what happens. And I, I am excited because I think, I think with Batman alone, you can do like a massive like universe and stories because he has a, he has an insane rogues gallery, like, when, we, when we're talking about his heroes, the bad family, and his villains, like, yeah. and his anti-heroes that go after him, he has an insane world gallery, so yeah. it could work if you have someone who knows what they're, like, doing with it and stuff, yeah. but, um... Uh, yeah, let's go to you, Amanda. What do you think about all this with Matt Reeves?
2: Um, for me, it's like, there's a sense of direction. So as you said, Mm -hmm. like, if they're going to build this world with Matt Reeves, we got an introduction to like everything in the Batman. So if we're going to expand on that universe, then there is a direction that HBO, HBO, there's a direction that Warner Brothers wants to go in. And that's exciting for me. And that's exciting for all of us, especially if we liked the Batman, um, And even if you didn't like the Batman, you're still going to go watch whatever Matt Reeves puts out because of the freaking character. It's Batman. If Mm. someone says, we're going to get the Bat Kids, we're getting Nightwing, we're going to get the... You're not going to go watch it because you don't like the first Batman. (laughs) Like, let's be realistic here. Even, like, people who dislike what they did in Titans are still sitting there watching that show because we love these characters. So... Whether you loved it or you hated it, mm-hmm. people should just be excited solely that they have something in line with a director who's going to have his hand in so many different things, so many different projects, and he's going to oversee it, hopefully. Every single one he's going to oversee because they're his characters. And that's what's really important, kind of, not that I want to say his name, what Ooh. you know, Zack Snyder did at the beginning <clears throat> of it, handpicking Jason Momoa. You know, Forget about the other one that he handpicked. I don't even want to say their name. Um, but like they handpicked uh Jason Momoa in that case. So like he's awesome as Aquaman. So and he and you know, he even produced it, whatever. Wonder Woman's great at the time. So I think with Matt Reeves just being like a head figure with all of these projects is something to look forward to. And hopefully we get some longevity with him and we get characters that we haven't seen on screen before.
1: Yeah, like Red Hood. Like,
2: yeah. fuck, just
1: please yeah. somebody a good one, not that Titans bullshit. Because, like, no. But um, all right, uh, Mads, what about you? We hear the, the news from uh, Matt Reeves and Warner Brothers today? What
0: yeah, I'm ready for the the MRCU. Um, I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, I absolutely loved the Batman. I saw it a bunch of times in theaters. Um, that is one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. Um and I'm a very big superhero movie fan so that's saying a lot. Um <laughs> but no I absolutely adored it. I cannot wait to see what else he does. I think he has the perfect um like touch for Gotham City. Mhm. And um I yeah, I mean I have always loved Christopher Nolan. I love the Dark Knight trilogy, but this as like a comic book fan, I don't know why this felt almost more in touch with um, how I have always viewed Gotham Mm -hmm. and Batman. And um, I feel like it did the balance with um, realism in a really good way. So I can't wait to see all the other little DC projects that he touches and brings that bit of real world feeling to it. Because I feel like the problem with DC lately has been it's, it's can't be in a bad way um and dc is my favorite franchise i am a dc person more than i am a marvel person even though i love marvel um and i feel like with all their shows being so low budget and low quality uh compared Mm. to the marvel shows um it's been kind of embarrassing to be a dc fan not not animated dc animated shows have always been superior but their live action shows are a mess and uh their movies are are a mess even though I love them um, they're my mess um, I they're my they're my my sense. Sense. yeah I think that a lot of the time nothing looks real in the DC shows and the DC movies and I feel like Matt Reeves brought he grounded Gotham a lot like Christopher Nolan did but in a different way and I cannot wait to see what he does um, exploring more of the DC universe and Gotham itself I'm really excited I can't wait
1: yeah, I love the Nolan films, too, but I always felt like Gotham was just like New York. Exactly.
0: Gotham felt kind of like Seattle in this one, which is weird, because
1: yeah. it was
0: raining the whole time. It was raining
1: the time. Um,
0: and I grew up there, so I was very happy to see that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, I just feel like everything about it was really, really perfect, so I can't wait to see what he does. And I know they tried to do that with Zack Snyder, and it didn't really... Um, Work for them on the business side. I'm not saying anything about Zack Snyder, but um, what? on the business end, <laughs> it wasn't working. I'm so. listening. I'm, really, I'm,
3: sorry. I'm, I'm I was I'm ready for trouble. a SmackDown. I, I was grabbing the popcorn, listening to that discussion unfold. No, I no. respect it. It's
0: okay. I respect it. It's fine. Hey, are you a Zack fan? Uh,
1: yes. Oh, lord
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah Zack, I love
2: Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> I was a it's person. all I care about. It's fine. They did him dirty. And the whole, I completely get it. The whole business aspect.
0: No, I, understand. I was worried of being pro Zack Snyder on here. <laughs> okay, hell yeah. Get Zacked. Um. <laughs> what?
1: Oh, Lord. Oh, what a, Lord. Day. What
0: a day. Another oh. one. Woo! But, um, oh, okay, fuck. I'm so happy right now. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like business wise, it didn't work out. So I'm hoping that um, they really. Actually, let Matt Reeves do what he wants to do instead of saying they're going to, and then getting suits involved and butchering his movies and his projects. Like, I really hope that they mean it when they say they're going to let him go at it. That's all I have to say. But yeah, (laughs)
1: because because what happens too is like, okay, they're 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 on a high right now and they're all excited. The Batman was good, but like, what if like this Penguin show is bad? You know, I just hope they're not like the old regime where like. Let's say the penguin show I don't think it's going to be bad, but let's say the penguin show is bad. And oh yeah, man, Matt Reeves is done. We can't do it anything with Matt Reeves anymore. Oh, you know, and I hope they don't be like the old guys to where like if something just like didn't go as well then like they just completely redo everything and well, like just, yeah I don't and want the
0: thing that. is if the suits hadn't gone in there and butchered zach's movies they would have okay mm-hmm. i'm sorry i'm not going to get into this right now <laughs> 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 oh, no please God.
2: do proceed <laughs>
0: <laughs> like they need to stop letting a boardroom direct the movies and they need to let directors that have a vision direct the movies and matt reeves mm-hmm. has a vision so i need them to leave him alone so that he can do what he's got to do <laughs> as a creative um, person.
1: Okay. Listen, uh. I'm, I'm pumped for this new re- – I am won't say pumped for this new regime. I'm, I'm skeptical because of, like, the decision-making that's been happening now. And – but I will say, like, The Rock is way too comfortable right now, <laughs> and that makes me really nervous.
2: I know.
1: Because he's, he's all over social media, like – the DC universe is going to change with the hierarchy of Black Adam. I'm like, I'm, The Rock thinks Black Adam is like Iron Man or something. No, I I'm going to buy happening.
0: that muscle teeth
1: that he has. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm what is that. going on? And, like, I saw those, like, those, like, those rumored leaks that, like, they're going to have him as the main villain, and I'm like, what? And then like I heard soup you know, super what was the fucking pet movie? Super pets of oh, something. God, yeah. pets, like yeah. it something it. it ends with like a black atom. Then I'm like, oh what's going on with this fucking universe? So
2: I hear you, and if Black Adam does not do well at the box office, that whole hierarchy of power BS for like five (laughs) years That's gonna be
1: embarrassing Like, that shit better open to like 175 or, I was like if this shit opens to like 28 or something, like 30 million and he's talking about this hierarchy changing Oof, I don't know I'm hoping for the best for everybody, I guess Um, Okay, let's get into our last couple of things here on this show i'm gonna go through these quickly because we got, we, we're we running kind of over a little bit but halloween ends is going to be premiering on peacock and theaters that was just announced today at the same time they're doing the hbo max thing like from last year where it was like they're both gonna be on streaming and theaters so i don't know why this is a thing that damn video with jamie lee it was. It seemed very contrived and like, oh, we want everybody to watch it. I'm like, mm, what's the real reason here? You know, I'm like, what's what's the real reason why you guys are doing it? So I'm a little skeptical. Um, and then we have Disney announcing some things today that they're doing a, a King Kong series. I don't, I don't know. Um, and then they're doing, and then of course Avatar is getting re released next month, I believe. Um, and it was taken off Disney+. Plus. So before we get into questions to end the show, I'll, I'll ask you guys about those last bit of news that dropped today and this week. I'll start with uh, you, Larry.
3: Yeah, I mean, the whole Halloween thing, I guess maybe they saw that the last one opened about $50 million almost in its yeah. first weekend. But that's a still a drop from the first one. Uh, but the more concerning part was the legs were horrible. Like, even for... A horror movie. It didn't even double its opening weekend. Its entire run at the domestic box office. So it was bad. The opening weekend might be good again, um, but if once you this and we talked about this uh, Mm -hmm. on the box office show several times, is it kills legs having them debut day and date because Mm -hmm. yeah, you're still going to get the people who are excited and want to go see a scary movie at the movie Mm -hmm. theater, Mm -hmm. but then. Everybody else is watching it at home. They're not waiting that extra week. If people do love the movie, they have it at their fingertips at home rather than going back to the movie theater and seeing it again and again or whatever the case might be. So just looking at last the last one's numbers, I mean, they're not horrible by any means, obviously, but you, you just look and are like, I, I, I wonder how much better it could have done, especially looking at the first Halloween. Now, now, we know Halloween kills... <laughs> Was not very good. Um, so that also <laughs> I was contributed- laughing.
1: I don't know what it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: it, that also contributed to its its poor performance compared to the first one. Well, again, not poor. It, it still did well. Um, this makes me scared for the quality of Halloween ends. I I have to admit, I am definitely part of that train. But it just seems like a really weird business decision to me to do this now. Like uh, to keep. Going on with this, like, look at just this weekend, uh, Orphan First Kill, which of course was never going to be as big as Halloween Ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did nothing at the box office, like, nobody went yeah. to go see that at the movie theater because it debuted on what Paramount or Peacock, I think it was Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it debuted at Paramount Plus the same day. So, uh, I don't know, I just I don't like it. As for the Kong, what. Uh, uh, it's, uh, like why <laughs> so many studios have access to Kong I guess he's like public domain um is he so- public I think oh. so. it's nuts I, it's weird I'm like why is why who Disney knows? who asked for this from you <laughs> like- I did like, oh, no, no, what? and what are you going to do for a whole series are they going to try like Kong Skull Island stuff I don't know yes. but Sorry, uh, it's so, gonna be Mighty yeah. Joe Young. That's Disney's Kong, Mighty Joe Young. So somebody posted I that. I was like, y'all crazy. Ooh, stop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think um, Skylar Schuster posted that actually. Oh,
3: is it? Well, I that's it what like, I think of. I'm like, that was the year Disney. You already did this. Get out of here.
1: <laughs> I think there was like what they wanted. To, one of the tweets was like what they wanted to do with the show. I just can't find it. It was like it's gonna be an origin. It was all the bullshit. I mean, we've seen it. Are we gonna get baby be like monkey? Oh,
3: Amanda!
1: Uh, you see, you see what I'm saying? You too it's easily. It's gonna be like Tarzan by. Yeah,
3: you too easily. I had to yell at Dwayne already. I had to yell at Leo. Now I gotta what yell do? at Amanda. There oh. is no monkey when it comes to Kong. He is not a monkey. Okay. Whether he's a baby or a full-grown gorilla,
0: he is not a damn monkey. He's a little baby monkey. He's a little baby monkey.
2: I need y'all
3: to go back. (laughs) We were talking about Matt Reeves. I need y'all to go back and watch those Planet of the Apes movies. Let them school you once more on the difference between a monkey and an ape, please. every,
0: Every baby... Is a monkey? Yeah, yeah. all the,
3: well, the human babies—they really to, are little monkeys. Human
0: babies are monkeys too. Like, <laughs> they have legit. to grow into them, you know. So then they wrong? become gorilla. gorilla. Yeah, monkey pipelines.
1: <laughs> 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 what is going on up in here? Anyway, um, let's go to you, Mads, regarding some of the other news that we just.
0: Yeah, Halloween here. kill or not? Halloween ends. ends. Yeah. So here's the thing. i adore halloween 2018 i despise halloween kills although i had fun in the theaters watching it i just am devastated by how bad it was but like Mm -hmm. also there's not a single top lip in that whole movie Every
1: (laughs) Every
0: (laughs) every mouth in that movie i was left in awe I was like, where are the lips? Who, like, what is going on? I hated that movie, but it's so, so fun to laugh at. Um, I I know that movie theaters are not accessible to everyone, but I just really believe in, like, horror movies, especially being seen in the theaters first. Absolutely. I think the group experience. I, I, I think that having it in a dark room where people are jumping and screaming is so important if you can that I wish that at least for a week or a month it would just be theaters only to get the horror fans out of their houses and into I'm the saying. theater together like... but no they're gonna all watch it at home and that makes me sad because that means people talk over the movie and people have the lights on and they're watching it like huh. alone and like they're on their phone and I just feel like not being able to be on your phone makes Mm -hmm. the horror experience a million times better. Um, And like, yeah, I just saw bodies opening night there was a group of 12-year-olds, like a whole row of them that definitely snuck in the movie because they were like, hee hee, we're in a rated <laughs> <laughs> oh, bar.
1: Them, let them live. I did the same no, thing. No, no.
0: I was so I excited could've... for them when the movie started. And then 45 minutes in when they hadn't stopped talking, I, oh, very, yeah. I very, very kindly turned around. I usually will be like, shut the fuck up. But I like knew that they were just <laughs> excited to be there. And I turned around and I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I hope you're having fun but please stop talking they were like we're so sorry and they never spoke again they were so cute oh, um okay. That's good. but like and i know that theaters can be annoying for people because of kids like that right but like please go see horror movies in the theaters i'm begging
1: you <laughs> like i think those are like some of the childhood memories that i still hold so close to my heart yeah, same. Sneak- i snuck into scream 4 i snuck into the conjuring I snuck into Paranormal Activity 2 with my brother. Yes, I, yes. we we asked, some, we asked some lady. Thank God she was black. We was like, hey, can, we, can, ah. you, be, can you be our mom? And she was like, yeah, sure, come on. And she was like, come on, kids. And we're like, hey. And then we went in and like we completely lost her. I don't know where she went. But like we went and like, sat and watched Paranormal Activity 2, one of my greatest theater experiences that I'll never forget. It's, like, the funnest thing to do as a kid yeah. is sneak into a scary movie. So, no, I love I? it. Yukes,
0: I love on? it. Like, I was... My brother is, like, the biggest horror fan I know. And he's 14 years older than me. So, when I was little, it was just my brother would pretend to be my dad and take me to the movies. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, it was very formative to, like, see horror at a young age on the big screen. And I just... It disappoints me when things go straight to... uh straight to streaming like we talked about on the prey episode i wish i could have seen that in theaters like
1: oh yeah for sure
0: i don't know i know halloween will be in theaters but it's just a little i i don't know it's it's disappointing to me because the audience won't be there um at the same level as they were for like halloween 2018
1: especially with horror and the whole day-to-day thing there were so many last year that had that model and they were getting obliterated exactly, in the box office. Exactly. Like Larry and I was, were doing shows for, regarding it, like malignant and stuff, and all. And I'm like, damn. Like, I get it. If you want to do the 14 day, like do like 14 days or like 21 days, but like just to straight up announce like a big press release that hey, we're gonna be on Peacock. I was like, yeah. dude, what are we doing? Everyone's going back outside. I get it. Get vaccinated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, I just. I was like, I I was so disappointed, and I—that's why I feel like it's more than because they were touting the whole "oh, it did well at home" too. I was like, so it can do well at home at four when after fourteen days,
0: so something's going on with this. Exactly.
1: Now, what I hear, what I've heard through the grapevine, is that the movie's gonna piss people off, and like, I I just don't know if it—if it's really bad, like if Halloween ends is like atrocious. I don't know how they did that. They sh- maybe should have they should have just did the Halloween 2018 and just did a one off and that's yeah. it. Yeah. But like, what a fall off if that's the case. So, and this is one of my favorite horror franchises. I mean, yeah. nothing's gonna beat Scream. But this is my one of my. This is like my second or third favorite horror franchise, and to see it just like, if it ends like we were just talking about this with Game of Thrones, and then like you know, and then like Rise of Skywalker if it ends like this for the horror community, this is not, it's not going to be good.
0: No. So. No.
1: You're oof, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Amanda, lastly, did you already go with your with the new stuff?
2: Yeah. Uh, I agree with all of you. Okay. I do think that because they're doing day, like in theaters and then uh, on streaming, there's no other explanation for it that the movie is not up to yeah. you know, what they think it's going to be, especially yeah. with what happened with Kills um that's the only explanation because they can't be that excited like we're gonna offer it to everybody accessibility is like "Mm." when you do like both of those (laughs) together like it's usually because the movie's not that great and we've seen that that's the thing like sometimes it's just not good and not up to par and they think they won't bring in the money but i agree with the fact that like watching a horror movie is a communal experience like i used to like get Two full rows in high school Mm -hmm. to go watch whatever horror movie was there. We were talking, sure, we're like little shit disturbers. I'm really sorry to whoever was sitting (laughs) beside us, but like it was fun. I remember vividly watching The Woman in Black. It's not even Uh, that scary. It's
1: not, yeah. Yeah. But like, period. But it was
2: just fun. I had like 20 people around me, like friends from school, and like it's Mm -hmm. just a different experience. So go watch it in a theater, guys. Every single horror movie that comes out, just go watch it in a theater. It's way better
1: and watching halloween 20 halloween 2018 and like a theater was like a, a fun theater experience oh, as well yeah opening I was, weekend it was yeah. flooded in the theater that i was at it was amazing. halloween kills well, not as flooded, but it was still good it was still fun but yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens i guess lastly for today's show before we get off the air everyone we're just going to go into some questions here maybe like one or two uh if you want to send us a question to us you can text us anytime at 617-506 3409 just don't call the number thanks <laughs> um all right so the first question here this person here says uh any any extra thoughts from the she-hulk premiere and what are you looking forward to this week regarding she-hulk any predictions huh? well the premiere i had a good time i it's i don't know my i okay so i watched it three times oh i, I want beca- well because i can explain um i watched it the first time on my phone and i am like i don't like doing that because i had to i was like working. i was like working like i i had to and then i was like this is disgusting and then i finished it and then i got home and i watched it on the big screen you know and then like my mom wanted to watch it so her and i watched it my mom hated this episode <laughs> she hates it like she mom is not with the the funny jokey mcu stuff anymore like the only my mom is just generally not a comedy person. So the only, like, MCU hero that she loved who made jokes all the time is, like, Tony Stark. Um, but, like, everything else, she just, like, does not. So she hated Love and Thunder, and she hated this first episode. Um, and she was like, oh, everything they did with Hulk is awful. And I'm like, I know. How are you preaching to the choir here? But I actually found some enjoyment with the episode, and I'm excited to see what they do. What is it, Thursday? Not tomorrow, right? Because they went back to Thursdays. Thursday.
3: So tomorrow I'm excited at midnight to see- for some of us.
1: <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with the show predictions wise uh we did hear about all the cameos that's going to be happening in the show i don't think daredevil's coming this week i'll probably be like down the line i feel like but uh predictions i don't know she's got to be in some courts and shit so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm i'm excited i guess so i'll go to you mads regarding uh she hulk any predictions or what were some of your thoughts i guess with the premiere last week if you've watched it
0: my thoughts are that I'm a terrible human and here's why I have been so (laughs) obsessed with the MCU shows. Um, I was loving Moon Knight, never finished it, never started Miss Marvel. Haven't seen She-Hulk. I love the MCU show. Like I was so excited for all three of these shows and I still am, Mm -hmm. but like I, fell off. I don't like not on purpose. They just kept coming out and I was like, oh, "Oh my god, I have to catch up." And then it was stressing me out and I will watch them, I promise. But I'm I'm a terrible MCU fan right now. I uh I have had too much going on, which is horrible. But
1: I mean, I get it. I get it. if it's just like cuz Miss Miss Mar-, Mar I don't know, Miss Marvel, I thought was good, but like I think episode 3 I was like guys what are we what are we doing here you know I was just like yeah it, it they just felt even with Obi-Wan too, cuz Obi-Wan I thought was good but something about this Disney Plus is like I don't know I just I couldn't keep up with it as well so Yeah yeah it's like I, I get it.
0: it's not that I dislike or I'm not excited for them it was just like once I was I think I got 2 weeks behind on Moon Knight and after that it was like oh my god I'm now like 12 mcu episodes <laughs> like i what happened? Yeah. like so uh yeah i will get to it i promise
1: and uh larry how about how about you and she hulk
3: no i definitely i understand man i'm caught up but <laughs> hannah and i do reactions and we just didn't react to miss marvel <laughs> <laughs> we got, i took the show break on those reactions we're yeah, back we're, yeah. we're, we're doing she hulk but um uh and and it just feels different like we were talking about game of thrones and how buzzed up that is and that's a show that i can already tell people are going to be excited for sunday to get here Mm -hmm. you just don't get that even though people like these characters and stuff. you don't get that with these disney plus shows like i don't know you're kind of excited except for wandavision and i know people like to be hannah these manda over here too be trying to dunk on wandavision where but that's like (laughs) legitimately that's the only one of these disney plus shows that had people hyped looking forward to its premiere every single week like could not wait and ever since then i don't know like even the ones i've liked a lot it just has a different air to it for she hulk i thought the first episode was okay uh the humor mm-hmm. it's i didn't really laugh that much like you you can watch the reaction and neither Mm -hmm. did hannah and she really liked the episode but she was not like laugh out loud laughing that's what i noticed uh because she was much more looking forward to because i like she hulk as a comic book character i like that she stays and she has control over her powers right Mm -hmm. from the get-go basically like they showed in the show uh she adapts to it quickly and I actually really think, I know it's the part that makes people mad, I actually think the feminism of the show is its strength and was the best parts of this first episode were when they mm-hmm. leaned into that. And Tatiana Maslani is great in as just the character. She's fun and... It's it was fun enough. Like I I didn't dislike it, so it was off to a good start. Because I was really whew, them trailers. I was really like not looking forward to She Hulk anymore. But it was it's fun, and that post credit scene was probably my favorite scene of the whole episode. Was that post credit <laughs> that fight though? Um. Hmm. We gonna have to work out the wire work or something. I don't know what was going on with the visuals and the look of that last like courtroom little fight brawl that took place. Oh, the last
1: oof. scene! Oh, that was um,
3: atrocious. It was rough. Like she Jamila. was Jamil looking a little better, looking, but
1: oh, that was atrocious. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Yeah, the so, Eve so, song though. Period. But like that was atrocious.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I actually didn't mind Hulk that much in the episode. I thought he was, uh, I thought he was better than he was in Endgame. Mm-hmm. um of course, they, they worked absolutely. it out a little bit and i think it's partially his dynamic like the cousin banter dynamic mm-hmm. worked better than him i don't know whatever he was doing with the avengers and game just being there um and weird so i i liked him more <laughs> predictions i don't know she's gonna i want to see her like in a court case so i do want to see that and i know they talked about they they shied away from court cases because they felt like they couldn't write like intriguing court dramas. So mm-hmm. we're not gonna get much of them. Um but that's that's what I want. I want like legit She-Hulk in the courtroom uh defending a case. That's what I want.
1: <laughs> yeah, same too. And um I don't know. I'm hearing like after hearing what like you and Madge just said and like me getting into it, like I feel like what happens with the it's like a it's like a reoccurring kind of wheel when it comes to the mcu shows like we say that like it was good we say that this person did great and then we sort of move on mm. and i feel like there's like something missing with these shows And like like i'm having a good time like miss Mar- marvel had a good time uh, iman vilani was good oscar isaac was really good in moon night but like something I don't know if it's, like, excitement, but, like, because, like, we're all, like, Game of Thrones on Sunday. I know it's Game of Thrones, but it's, like, it just felt like a long, drawn-out TV show that we're just going to, like, sink our teeth in for, like, how many ever episodes it's going to be this season, right? And I feel like the MCU, like, these shows, they just come and go. Mm-hmm. There's six episodes. They're not, like... Like sink your teeth, work because like by the time you you go in for a fucking bite, the show's done. And at least this one's like eight episodes and stuff like that, or nine or whatever. But I feel like like something needs to like something. and these shows are missing something else when it comes to like prime time television. And with the, with with this this year, there have been so many good shows, and I mean really, really, really good shows. And you're gonna have to do more than the bare minimum that these these Disney Plus shows have been doing to really like be in that conversation when you have like Stranger Things and shows like Severance and shows like Better Call Saul like they you got to do something else than like the bare minimum MCU the actor was great the show was good they they need they need more than that so I don't know, that's what I was thinking after hearing Larry and Mad speak. But uh, let's go to you, Amanda, regarding She Hope real quick before we get off air.
2: Uh I I I can't with the humor. I just can't with the humor. It's not even like I can tolerate MCU humor because we've grown with it over a decade and we understand okay. it. And we'll be like, ha, okay, cool. Like that was fine. <laughs> but like you're used to it and it's okay and you're comfortable. But this was just like if I'm rolling my eyes at a joke, I should not be rolling my eyes at a joke by now. Like it just didn't make any sense. I felt like the premiere was really disjointed for me. I think it lacked kind of like consistency with the fourth wall breaks. Um, It just, I don't know. I love Tatiana so much. And if you guys have not seen Orphan Black, please, for the love of God, watch Orphan Black because she is Mm -hmm. phenomenal in that show. And she's Canadian. So I have to say that. I think she's amazing. And I agree with Larry when they touch upon those feminist issues, like the scene in the bathroom with those girls just made my heart so freaking happy too, mm-hmm. because it's like authentically being a woman in today's you know society, especially like in the workplace and all of that. I want more of that. Forget the jokes. I don't care if it's funny. I really don't care if it's funny because there's so many other strengths to Jennifer Walters. And like, I feel like the humor is really bringing down She-Hulk, and to touch upon like the like the Disney Plus shows and all of that. I personally, for me, it's been fatigue because also as content creators, we have to cover every single show, and we have this formula that they've created. And like you said, Dwayne, like the second we want to bite into it, it's done, and it's Mm -hmm. just I. It's hard, and the fact that we're getting so much more all at once. I don't know how we're gonna do it, but let's just hope that things get better.
1: Ooh, man, how does that feel? You feel good? You feel better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: No, I don't want to end the episode. No, I no, like, not I feel like,
1: like there was a weight that just lifted off of you. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. A- <laughs> um, all right, everyone. With that being said, that's a mic drop from Manda. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna end the show right here. Thank you guys all for listening. Really appreciate it um thank you guys for sending in your questions we'll answer more and send me live at some point this week and uh yeah go around the call get everyone's social medias i'll start with you larry let everyone know where they can follow you
3: yeah, you can find me over at Chili Boy Productions on Twitter and, or on Instagram, and then Chili Boy YT on Twitter. Also, Chili Boy Productions on YouTube. I'm going to be doing little reactions to House of the Dragon every week. Plus, as I said, catch me and Cinemania Live, girly Miss Hannah, as we react to She-Hulk every week.
1: All right, and let's go to you, Amanda.
2: You guys can always follow me over at AMX Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can also check out my crew over at the Suit Up Geeks. We have our best MCU moments uh, polls up right now, so go vote over there. Um, You can check me out on YouTube at Candid Cinema and my website, CandidXCinema.com as well.
1: All right, and Matt.
0: Yeah, so I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Maddie underscore Amidala. Um, I'm. I have the Night Sisters podcast, which you can find me at Mm -hmm. Night Sisters Pod, and I'm also a part of Windsor Film Club, and that is at Windsor Film Club Pod.
1: All right, everyone, that is it. Thank you guys for joining us. I really appreciate you can follow me on Facebook. No, no, not not Facebook. I do this all the time on Twitter and Instagram at Cinemania World. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic Ninety Four, and that is it. Our next show this week, um. I don't know. We'll see. Larry and I will be back on Sunday for an update on the box office show. I sincerely apologize. This has been the worst month. Um, Thank you guys for joining us. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.